0: Realize that is you have tuned into breaking the mask of depression. With the Diva with depression, one of the most neglected groups of. Mental illness sufferers are the seasoned citizens of America. One in five seasoned citizens live with a mental illness or another psychological disorder. Seasoned citizens 85 and over have the highest suicide rate and 70 years old to 84 have the second highest suicide rate. 63% of our seasoned citizens do not receive the much-needed psychological care that they deserve. To close out Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm rebroadcasting the episode, Seasoned Citizens Get Depressed Too. Please listen and share. You may save a life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Mask with Diva with Depression. We are in Season 2. Yay! It's so good to be back chatting with you guys. Today we're going to talk about depression and the seasoned citizens. Now that's my term. I call the elders senior seasoned citizens. But we're going to discuss depression and senior citizens. So you know I have a Google fact before I start. Senior citizen's age varies. It could be retirement age for some, and it could be 60 to 65 for others. So it just depends on how you look at it. I know people that are 80 and they don't consider themselves <laughs> seasoned citizens. So um, it's a, I guess it's a mindset, but 60 to 65 is usually the general range that we're talking about and i say seasoned citizens with love because they are well seasoned in the meal of life i for one love chatting with my elders you learn so much and you have there's so much history there so and i loved sitting with my grandparents and just listening to their stories and i guess that's why now every time i every chance i get i love to sit with my elders and just you know, I'm in awe of their stories. So what made me start getting interested in depression in seasoned citizens is a couple of things. One time I was volunteering at an event and manning the table and an older woman came over and she was just taking everything, you know, all sorts of information. And she says to me, Don't pay attention to me. I'm just grabbing all of this stuff because we don't think about the fact that we get depression when we get older. So I'm taking all of this stuff back to my senior citizen center. And I thought it was wonderful, but she's right. You know, older people don't really discuss depression. I think that there's all, you know, generational attitude, you know, shame. Let's just keep it to ourselves some don't recognize what depression is especially in certain situations if you're in a nursing home or if you're in a retirement community sometimes you just don't recognize it and then the pandemic hit and i would go out and take my mother shopping and i just noticed how sad the older people looked when they were in the stores and not just sad but scared you know because Number one, nobody knows what was going on, what's going on during the pandemic. And number two, you know, their outings, just like mine, you know, when I'm having a bad day, going to to Starbucks is my, my therapy. And so during the pandemic, whereas they would usually get up and, and go out and, you know, go to their doctor's appointments or go to the library, go for coffee, go for breakfast with their friends. Now in the pandemic, they were not able to do that and a huge percentage of them were home alone and so the number of older adults suffering with mental illness has like the rest of the population tripled and it's you know it's heartbreaking and so after one trip my mother said she suggested that I should do an episode on senior citizens and depression. And so, here I am. <laughs> so, WebMD estimates that depression affects six million sixty-five and over people and that only 10% of them seek treatment. And so think about that. 34 million Americans age 65 and older suffer from some form of depression. You see the difference? My first fact was from years ago, so it was 6 million. And today we're talking about 34 million. The increase is outrageous, and a lot of times when you go to organizations, when you go to therapy, um, they don't they don't set aside time for senior citizens. You know, they're they're neglected because I think that we get we get confused with them maybe not having anything to do and them being depressed. So we have to be more aware of what's going on. And it's hard sometimes to diagnose, like I said, it's it's hard to diagnose depression in older adults. Number one, like I said, because they don't discuss it. They don't share it. And, um, you know, we always talk about the the generational secrets and These are the people that are holding the secrets, you know, and so that would prevent them from sharing, you know, they want to keep it to themselves. Other things that keep them from recognizing and keep others from recognizing that they have depression is because it mimics other illnesses like Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, heart disease, cancer and arthritis. All of these illnesses can mimic and appear alongside depression. And so it's hard for, say, primary care physicians to really weed out whether someone is depressed or whether they are actually living with another illness. And I think that the screening should be changed you know just like if i walk into the doctor and they have a you know 5 to 10 questions about my feelings maybe the the checklist should be different for older adults and then take it from there because they're definitely being neglected the suicide rate in ages 80 to 84 is twice that of the general population. Can you believe that? When you think of suicide, you don't think about 80-year-olds um, participating in suicide. You just don't think that it happens. But it happens. And it says white males age 85 and older is six times the suicide rate of the people everyone in the US. This is something that is tragic and it's it's cause for panic because we're losing citizens. We're not just losing some citizens, we're losing our lifelines, we're losing our our history. And I believe that anything that we can do to change that should be done because we're looking at a crisis. Yesterday I read that the mental illness rate among children has risen and we're in a crisis. Well, the rate among senior citizens has risen and that's a crisis also. So this is something that you should start looking around you, you know, look at your family members, look at your neighbors, And start talking to them. You know, sometimes we get a little frustrated, (laughs) you know, talking to older people. And sometimes we don't want to be bothered or, you know, we're caught up in our own world. But there are days that we should just take time and stop and listen to what they have to say. Because you just never know what someone is going through. Primary... Care physicians, like I mentioned, need to pay closer attention. Uh, They only recognize it in half of their patients. So, if you don't recognize the depression in an older person, you're going to have someone living with decreased function and they're going to be in the hospital and they're not going to get treated. And so, you know. I'm hoping that in the future primary care physicians start paying closer attention not just to their physical illness but to their mental illness. You know I always have a story and when I was hospitalized in 2018 there was an older woman there with me and I want to estimate that she was about 75 years old and she wasn't verbal really and she didn't have anybody. And you can tell because um, of the way her appearance and when she came in. And so, you know, some of us took the time to be very patient with her, uh, help her with her meals and, and talk to her and walk with her to groups and and just help her and talk to her and listen to her. And she was also from another country. So when she did start talking, she started sharing her history and sharing her family stories. And it was just amazing, you know, to see the change in her just by people listening to her, just by people acknowledging her, just by people seeing her for who she was, which she was greatness. <laughs> you know, that's how that's that's how we have to go back to thinking about our elders. We used to think like that at a time, that they were greatness, that they were kings and queens and and should be treated as such and somewhere along the way we've lost that we don't treat them as precious jewels anymore and it's just heartbreaking so i wanted to look into and i you know me researching and researching, researching, I looked, I wanted to look into some of the triggers, because, you know, we all have different triggers, I can identify some of mine. But I don't think that when you get to a certain age, and, and reading up and talking to people, senior citizens that are are living with mental illness, they don't recognize their triggers. And so I want to share a few with you, because maybe you know, somebody around you, that needs to learn how to recognize these triggers. Retirement, loss of income, loss of friends, loss of family, loss of spouses, loss of relocation. You know, I mean, relocation, some people are have to sell their homes because they can't maintain them anymore. Or sometimes they get sick and they have to move into an assisted living facility, prescription cost, medical cost is, listen, I'm not even a seasoned citizen yet, and I can tell you that healthcare costs, they're just astronomical. And so you think about these older patients have 50% higher healthcare costs than non-depressed older patients and they're already on a fixed income. Can you imagine how that might trigger depression? Retirement. You're used to getting up every single day, you're used to going to work every day, socializing, and now you're at home all day. You know, you when you talk to couples, older couples and, you know, one of them retires and the <laughs> and then they're both home at the same time, they're driving each other nuts. And that's because you know, they're used to being away from each other for a certain amount of time every day, they're used to being independent, and and going out. And so that changes. And if they don't have any hobbies, if they don't have any things to do around the house, um, something that they enjoy participating in, that will result in depression, because they're just not using their mind, they're not using their body. Loss of family members loss of spouses losses friends i mean i'm experiencing it and i'm in my 50s that as you get older um the possibility that you can lose a friend at this age or you know our parents grandparents if you're still blessed to have them in the in your 50s it's it's heartbreak you know it's heartbreaking and it's hard you know so imagine being 60 and 65 and 70, and every day you're losing a friend, and that could that could be a trigger. So that's something to pay attention to also. So we have to do better, people. We have to do pe- better. We have to start treating our jewels like jewels. We have to start... Listening to what they're saying and listening to what they're not saying You know, they think that it's normal to feel down as they get older Well, it is normal for all of us to feel down every now and then but depression is more than feeling down depression is soul-crushing depression is debilitating and if it doesn't get treated then it can just spiral into something else and You know, when you are home every single day and you're not using your mind and you're not using your limbs and you are depressed, that just turns into a spiral all around. And so we have to get our grannies, grandpas, moms and dads and friends. We have to get them out more. We have to talk to them more. You know i talk about art therapy uh coloring you know painting senior citizen communities you know look into those things right by me we have a senior citizen center and they have yoga and they have swimming and and water aerobics you know these are the things that we can help them find so they can live quality lives I recently, you know, when I started working with NAMI here in Charlotte, I, one of the volunteers was 90 years old. That's who trained me. She was 90 and, you know, the first day that I went to her house for training, she had her china out and, you know, she made us, she ordered lunch for us and, and I bought her some cake and, you know, it was just just that she was just so excited to have company. And I just was so excited to learn from her. And this is a small thing, you know? So we need to do more of that. We need to start recognizing triggers in our family and friends. And we have to start getting them the information that they need because depression can lead to physical illness depression not only mimics dementia but depression can contribute to dementia because depression i can tell you personally causes major confusion and you know you start to lose especially if you're not out every day not if you're not engaging every day you start start to lose track of time you start to lose track of your thinking skills you know, your motor skills. And so, although those are symptoms of depression, they're also symptoms of dementia. But if you're getting depressed first and you're not acknowledging your depression and you're not getting help and you're not finding therapy, then that depression can turn into dementia. And, you know, we all know that dementia and Alzheimer's are you know, horrible ways to live for anyone, you know, and and when it comes to dementia and Alzheimer's, you know that that starts, it could start at 50 and, and on. So that's why I think that it's so important for us to make sure that the people around us are getting care and getting treatment. There is a website called the American Association for Geriatric Psychiatry and awesome resource for information on mental illness and the older adults. I would suggest that anyone um, go to that site and research or just read, you know. It doesn't have to be anybody that you know. You know, you could be going to the grocery store and you see someone struggling or, you know, you, you strike up a conversation in line at Target and, and this is information that you have on hand, and um, you guys know that that happens. You get online and and you start talking to people, and and these are things that you can share, and um and th- and that helps, you know, because if you share with one person, they're going to share with another person, and hopefully by the time we get done, we have a nation of healthy, healing people. Of course, Nami is also a source. Mental Health America is a source. You know, I give these uh, resources for everyone with depression, but they also have separate resources for people that are older that are living with mental illness. So we have to start sharing more. We have to start caring more. We have to start being kinder. You know I, I think that we've gotten to the point where our social skills are you know rusty and we have to get back into that all the and also even though these organizations i suggest for resources but they're also great re- um organizations to volunteer and volunteer work is amazing um for older adults You know, when you, you notice when you go to the polling stations during election time and, and that's who volunteers at the polls. And when you go to the library and, and older people are volunteering and listen, as quiet as it's kept, do you see the workforce lately when you go to Walmart or when you go to the supermarket and you go to fast food places, who's taking care of you now, older people? And part of it is that they probably got bored at home and part of it could be because of the financial strain as you get older. But whatever case, whatever the case is, they're out there in the workforce and we have to continue to be respectful and continue to treat them better. So that's my rant on seasoned citizens. I want you to reach out to me if you need any more information, if you need help for an older friend or an older family, I would love to share the resources with you and share the sites that I go to, to get information for clients that I have. If you have a particular subject that you would want me to address, please reach out and let me know. I am always looking for suggestions. Because you know, listen, I don't hide the fact that my mental illness has completely eaten my brain away. I am a scatterbrain. And so I may have a list of subjects. But I don't always have a list of subjects that you are interested in listening to. So always, always reach out with your suggestions and your feedback. I love it. I want to thank everyone that has been supporting me. I want to thank everyone who has sent comments and emails and and just given me love since I started the podcast. I'm, I hope that if anything, it changes at least one person. So thank you for listening to Behind the Mask with Diva with Depression. As always, I'd like to thank Illumination Technology for being my tech Guru, follow them on Instagram and Facebook, and they can help you with your technology needs. We are available on Podbeam, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and iTunes. Soon we will.